Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome once again to Vineyard Community Church. As we continue on in a series we're doing called, Do You Want to Get Well? Do You Want to Get Well? Um, this series is based on an encounter that Jesus has with a man at the pool of Bethesda. This man has been sick for a very long time, and, and uh, I love this question. It's a, it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing question. Do you want to get well? And, and it's, a, it's not a, just a simple surface question. It's very deep. There's layers to this question that I would consider you to ponder and encourage as you go on and, and uh, ponder and, and think about as you go on. Do you, uh, you want to get well? Do you want to change? Are you willing to step outside what's familiar? Will you trust God as you do? Um, will you have faith in him? Will you listen to Jesus? Or, or, you know, the struggle we all have, or, or really do we just sort of want what we want and, and we'd sort of like a better outcome than what we're getting, but uh, we, we, we're looking for something less than. And, you know, I think there at the pool, um, this guy had just gotten so familiar with the surroundings. You know, he was, he was sort of at a place of healing, but he wasn't getting any better. And uh, he was lonely, but it, was, it had become his thing. And, and uh and I think that can happen really easy to us. We will settle for something so less than what we could experience. And so we need to be always looking at this question in our own lives. Um, um, and, and that this, uh, in our series of what we're talking about, is where the, the battleground exists. Jesus has come, we talked about this last week, so you can have a full and abundant life. The enemy wants to steal that life from you. And that's the battle. And, and it, it, it plays out in the choices that we make. Will we do it his way or, or will we continue to do it our own way? Um, when we listen to him and do it his way, we're making progress towards getting well. And, and if we'll decide to do that, and we talked about all temptation and, and all that stuff last week, but if we'll decide that, yeah, that's it, and, and, uh, and we do really want to get well, and I've said, you know, it's, a, it's an ongoing thing, different areas will pop up, but when we decide, okay, this is something I really do want to get well in, Lord, and listen to you, then, then we have this amazing sort of arsenal of uh, things that open up to us, including Jesus himself and our relationship with him, the Holy Spirit, um, the, the word of God, prayer, worship, all these things open up to us and help us in the process. And today, um, we're going to talk about Jesus. It's one of my favorite subjects. And Really, we talk about Jesus pretty much every time we get together. That's, that's all good. I like, uh, I like the, uh, the subject matter. It's a very cool thing. I do have a little quick story I saw. I thought you'd like this. The children were lined up for snacks for Sunday school. And uh, at the head of the table, there was this large tray of apples. And the Sunday school leader had written on the, the tray of apples, take only one. God is watching. And then there was other snacks going down the table. And uh, one of the girls in Sunday school wrote her own note at the end. There was this big tray of chocolate, chocolate chip cookies. And so she snuck a note on there when the teacher wasn't looking. And it said uh, this, take all you want. God's watching the apples. <laughs> I like that. John, obviously not perfectly, you know, God's watching everything, but nonetheless, you get the idea. John 3, 16 and 17 of our scripture reading today, it says this, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. 
Um, most of you know John 3.16, probably one of the most popular Bible verses that there is. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but to save the world in the process. And, and I want to talk about uh, our relationship with Jesus and, and what that looks like and, and how he's here to really help us in this whole process. And so the, the first uh, point in your notes uh, that we want to talk about today is this, that Jesus wants to help you. Jesus wants to help you. It's his mission. It's, it's why he came. He came to save you. He came that you might have full and abundant life. He's there for you. Hebrews 2, 14 through 18 says this. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason, he had to be made like his brothers in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Jesus wants to help you. And so uh, what I want you to do is, and, I, and this is really important, I, I want to make sure that you let that sink in. Because I think sometimes people don't process that idea very well. And that they actually get it backwards somehow. They think, a lot of people think this, that in order to have a relationship with God, that they first need to sort of get themselves fixed up. And, and uh, a lot of people think, well, you know, I, I, I just, I'd like to hang out with God or I'd like to get back hanging out with God, but before I can do that, I got all this mess in my life that I got it worked out. You ever had this conversation with people? I have. And, and I, I say, well, you, that's really not how it works um, because you can't get yourself fixed up. Uh, in your own strength, you won't make it work. And, and in fact, what you can do in your own strength um, if you have any measure of success, will almost always lead to self-righteousness, arrogance, and pride, which are of absolutely no use in the kingdom of God. See, Jesus wants to help you. And so the reality is we come to him in our brokenness and he helps us. That's, that's why this question is so profound. Do you want to get well? It's in admitting that we need the help, that we can find the help, and knowing that Jesus is the one who will help us in the process. And so a lot of people are stuck just like this guy at the pool. So I think a lot of people are living life just like that guy, stuck, completely stuck, sort of close to where healing ought to happen. They, you know, understand they were hanging out where, where change ought to take place. Uh, he was with a bunch of people and yet no change was taking place because they were, they were stuck in, in this, this spot. I was, I've been thinking about this recently a lot in the the whole pool of Bethesda area, and I thought to myself, all right, now here's a whole group of broken people um, close to a place where they think God can heal them. They're close, they're there, they're all broken. I thought, it's kind of like the church. It was a pretty good description. Um, if they get real enough, that, that they're close, and yet sometimes we, we get close, but, but we don't move into that next part of the process where we can really find life where we, we, we really say, yeah, 
to the Lord, I want to get better. What we settle for sometimes is sort of a, a pretend thing where we sort of, um, you know, put on a mask like we're better when we're really not. And then we miss life. A lot of people, um, you know, are, are, are attempting to do it in their own strength. And you just can't. And, and the reality is you're, you're as broken as that guy was before he knew Jesus, um, apart from his help. We can't do it without his help. That, that needs to be a, a daily realization that, that apart from him, we can do nothing. In our own strength, we're, we're destined to um, just continue to be stuck and not make a difference. We might put on a good exterior or not, but, but uh, it's not life. And see, Jesus wants to cut through all that and give you life. Because he wants to help you. He, he wants to help you have the absolute best life you can have now and have that life forever. That's what Jesus wants to do. That's what full and abundant life is. In the midst of, of living in a broken world and a fallen planet where, where things are happening, but still, the reality is there's no better life available than a life in Christ. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how much stuff you have, how, how everything else is, is going in your life, whatever, good, bad, lack, plenty, whatever, Paul got to that whole thing. Apart from Jesus, you're missing life. It's only in him that we experience real life in the midst of all the other messes that are going on around us. That's where life is found. And he wants to help you. But it's coming to him and saying, you know, the reality is, Jesus, I need your help. I can't do it. Apart from me, I just can't do it. It's not going to make it. And then, see, the second thing, and the reason he wants to help is this, point number two, is because he understands you. This is another really cool thing about Jesus, that he gets us. I don't, I don't know, again, how much time you take to ponder some of these things, but, but God understands you. Um, he gets you. He created you, uh, and, then, and then, you know, in the magnificence of God, he came, fully God and fully man, and lived among us. Um, actually experienced what we experience in this life. He experienced all the things that we experience. The Bible says he was tempted, yet he never sinned, but he gets it. He knows what it's like to live here. He knows what it's like to uh, experience the things we experience. He knows what it's like to, um, to, to, to be hungry, to, to not be hungry, he, 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 to um, be rejected, to, to be, uh, you know, uh, have your friends walk out on you, to have your friends with you, uh, to know the joys and the, the sorrows and the hardships. Um, um, you know, he experienced the death of John the Baptist and what that was like. And, and I mean, he gets you. He understands you. And I, I think sometimes we, we, don't, we don't let that sink in as well. He wants to help us, and he wants to help us because he understands us. Again, in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, it says this, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who was tempted, who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. He lived this life. He knows what it's like to be us. He experienced temptation but never gave in. He gets us. And he gets us and he loves us. 
And see, here's the thing. Rather than point a finger at us and tell us how bad we are and tell us that we need to get it together because he understands us and wants to help us, he gives us grace and mercy, all that we need in order to help us. And, and then he, what he says in effect is, look, I love you so much. I'm for you. I'm with you. Now get up. Pick up your mat and walk. So you need to, to get the context of how he's saying it. It wasn't, he wasn't finger pointing at that guy who'd been stuck there forever telling him how bad he was. He, he showed him how much he loved him by stopping for this conversation. See, that's in point number three. Um, what we need to do uh, in, in this getting well process is we need to do this his way. Point number three, we need to do it his way. Um, just like the, 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 the man that was broken there at the pool, um, if we want to get well, we have to do what Jesus says. And this guy had years of trying to do it his way and it had all been useless. But when he did what Jesus said, he was on his way to being well. And, and I, I started to talk about, I love the fact that, that Jesus had seen him in the crowd, he stopped to listen to him. Um, which, which, get this, demonstrated how much he loved him. He didn't go tsk, 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 look at this guy, been here forever, he's not any better. He, he just loved the guy so much, he stopped, sat down for a chat, just so the guy could see. And he's, this is Jesus now, you, uh, creator of the universe, the spoken word, the, the, the giver of all things, and, and, and he stops. And, and he, he's just saying in, in his actions and with his words how much he loves this guy and cares for him. And he extends the kingdom of God to him with that question, do you want to get well? Which is what he does with us. Do you want to get well? You ready to change? Have you had enough of doing it your way? I love you so much. I, there's so much better. There's a, there's a life for you that's so much better. Will you do it? Will you listen? Will you get up? Pick up your mat and walk. Matthew eleven twenty nine through 30 says this. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Love that verse. I love that verse. It's, it's such a comforting verse. And, and he, he talks about a yoke and a yoke... In case you don't know what a yoke is, a, a yoke was a frame that fit like a collar on the neck and shoulder of, of two animals that, that bound them together. And, and when the two animals, the work animals, were yoked together, their tasks were easier to perform. And um, usually they would have a, a, an older, more experienced animal yoked to one who was younger, and the younger one could learn from the older one, and, and uh, the, the wiser, more experienced animal uh, would sort of lead the way in the process. And, and this is a great picture uh, of, of Jesus um, with us. And uh, what, what he's saying is, look, be yoked to him, and, and he'll show us how this works. Be teamed up with him and, 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 uh, as we go through life. And as we do, we'll learn from him. Because, uh, because he is who he is in this being yoked with him, he takes the fullest share of all our burdens. He does. It's, it's such an amazing thing. Linked to him, our burdens are, are truly made light. Now, again, it doesn't mean that we won't have difficulties in life. You've heard me say it earlier. We live in a fallen world on a broken planet. We have hard things to deal with. 
But what it means is that we can experience rest and peace in the midst of difficulties because he's gentle and humble and he's with us and he's for us and he gets us and he wants to help us. And so the question is, is that, do you want to get well? And it starts by doing it his way. His way is way better than our way. But it takes some faith. It takes willing to step out of your comfort zone. It takes willing to break free from the familiar. It takes, a, it takes all those things to move in his direction. And, and yet that's where it starts. And so I want to encourage you again this week. Take some time to think about what it looks like to get well. And, and, uh, and, and know first off that Jesus is for you. He wants to help you. has the mercy and grace you need. And he wants you to do it his way because that's where life is. So listen for him. And then next week, we're gonna talk about more help that we have. We'll talk about the Holy Spirit. We're gonna talk about prayer. We're gonna talk about worship. We're gonna talk about the word. These are things that we have to help us to get well. Amen? Amen. If you're, uh, if you're watching by video or on television, thank you so much. We appreciate you doing that. We know how valuable your time is. If there's anything we can do for you, go to the Vineyard website, keysvineyard.com, and you can uh, shoot us a prayer request, and we'll pray for you. Or you can call us, and we'll pray for you. But thank you for watching. We'll see you soon.